in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike Lawson. <laughs> and hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the hot San Francisco Bay Area. Jill lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade. And each week we just call one another and we catch up. Mike Lawson, it is so hot here. <laughs> I know. My windows my windows are open up here. I never do that. I always close them because there might be traffic noises. Uh, but I can't, ha- I can't handle it. I cannot handle it. So the windows are open. By the way, uh, it's 83 degrees at this exact moment. <laughs> This is ridiculous. I thought the Bay Area doesn't get hot. It doesn't, but we're supposed to be really hot, almost to the hundreds, uh, the high tomorrow. So, oh, God, it's what hot. are those obnoxious San Francisco hipsters going to do? They're going to melt. Can you imagine hipsters that are already smelly? Do they wear are all shorts? Sweaty? Oh yeah, they wear like cut off jeans with their oh, boots. Oh, okay. I'm gonna the skinny jeans are going to be extra hot tomorrow. Oh shit! It's so gross. Uh, so my windows are open. So. If you hear traffic, oh wait! And what's your address? <laughs> and and I can um, climb into your window. Ugh, ugh. I'm ugh. just gonna say I know. I also have mosquito bites. I'm miserable. Let's just turn this whole episode into all the reasons I hate life. Mm-hmm. I have like five or six mosquito bites. Oh, um, yeah. So that's I'm dealing with that too. Plus being sweaty. It's Tuesday. And we usually record on Sundays. I know. And what's so funny is I've already had shit. I think I have my personal stories for next week. And I have to tell <laughs> last week's personal stories. We had a really hard time scheduling this week. I just kind of rearranged my entire Sunday and Joe like dropped the ball. And then Monday what? he dropped the ball again. What? And then today, Joey, you were like, why don't you – we'll record right after work and then you could go to the gym and run. And I was like, okay. So I went all the way to work. I didn't carry my running equipment, my gym bag, because I thought, oh, I'm going to go home. And then Joe texts me at like 3 o'clock, and he's like, why don't you run after work? I have to do stuff. Well, like, oh, okay, you. look. This fuck is you. part of the story for this week. But you know I'm basically um, Nurse Jackie right now. <laughs> I, it, my, my whole morphing into Norman Bates is happening more and more. So my mom had surgery, and so this is a story for next week. But I've had to be nursing; I've had to nurse her, and so um, I I don't know. We just have to, we have to really make sure we do it on Sundays. That's all I'm gonna say for at least for the next month. Okay. Um, but last week when I was still free, I did go to uh, see the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And we talked about my experience of the show on the live show right yeah but it wasn't right. included that was a definitely an after dark story okay. but what i'm going to tell now is the experience of going to the show okay okay now so i don't know what's wrong with me i seriously have mental problems is that why do i ca- i should listen to our own show 
Because why do I constantly agree to go places with Richard? <laughs> oh, that you just reminded me he called me and I haven't called him back. I know, girl. I've been hearing about the this. Worst. Yes. I'm sorry. He's like, go, go ahead. Is go Michael? Ahead, ahead. Is Mike really busy? I'm like, yeah, he's really busy. Yeah. I'm really busy waiting for you so we can record this stupid show. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he um he goes uh he go he he's the one. I his sister bought the tickets to go to RuPaul's Drag Race, reunited, and so he got. Uh, it, and it truly was on my way. It, it was in downtown, and so picking up Richard was truly on my way. Okay, sure. So I I I, I tell him I'll pick him up, but then I I decide like, hey, what the fuck, what? So I go, I when I get to his house, I go, hey, let's make a deal. Either you drive, and then I'll and you pay for parking, but I'll pay for a lift. We'll park far away, and. So we don't deal with the drama and the traffic and I'll pay for the lift to and from or vice versa. So he says, oh, okay, well, you drive and and then I'll pay for the lift. Right. So once again, I'm driving and paying for parking. He's going to pay for the lift. And we have an idea of where we want to park. We want to park far away. I don't need to get into the details of downtown Los Angeles. Um, why do we get to the place where we were going to park? And they were like, oh, we're going to close early tonight. And I was like, oh. And Richard's like, okay, let's park somewhere else. And every time I kept pointing places out, he kept going, no, no. Until we were right next to the location. He's like, let's park here. Okay. He didn't pay for shit. So you paid for parking? Yeah. And you drove. Uh, And he uh didn't pay for the lift. No. Well, because you didn't need a lift. No. But did you say, like, yes, oh, we're not yes, going to take a lift? Yes, then? We got in big fights about this. Because the more expensive, I mean, the closer you got to the venue, the more expensive the parking got. Luckily, we found a, a weirdo parking spot lot that was actually pretty cheap, right? But yeah. I kept saying, girl, I am not parking in a $20 parking lot, okay? The, the $5 one, like, a mile away, and we can do a lift. He got really he, – I could tell he got really upset, right? Oh, here's the other thing too because he had insisted – this is another weird thing about Richard. He insisted that I pick him up like at 4. The thing didn't even start till 6.30, right? And down, he, can, Mike, can I please tell you he lives – I'm going to be conservative here. Five miles away from downtown Los Angeles? Okay. Yeah, but five miles in L.A. could take you a half an hour. We were there by 4.30. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 by the but, wait, five miles. Why didn't you take a lift from his house? It's not. It, it'd be expensive lift ride. We should have though. You're right. So and just split it. I know. Like he did. He. I know. We should have just done that. So anyway, get this. So then, the entire time, Mike, it's gonna be four thirty. He's like tapping his legs and really nervous that we're. He's like, I, uh, we're gonna be late. And I was like, what were, What childhood wounds did you have? Sure. That you're like paranoid that we're going to be two hours late, you know, early. Right. I, I will say, in fairness to him, they wanted you. They suggested you be in line. There's a li- I paid for tickets and there's a line. Yeah. At five o'clock. But you didn't need to be in line at five o'clock. You had tickets. Right. You know? So then now we're standing in line at five o'clock with a bunch of. You know, the people who would go to a RuPaul's Drag Race finale. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> I'm sure it was fabulous. Yeah. yeah. Richard's sister was there with all her friends, that she, her co-workers. 
Who? And I, Richard's sister, my cousin Natalie. Okay. Yeah. She's four years younger than me, and she's straight. <laughs> and um, she, uh, she, she goes, listen to this. What do we think of this story? So she put the money up front for the tickets, right? So I had cash with me. And I go, I vaguely remember the price. So she handed me my ticket and I go, what, what, what was the ticket price again? I just say to her, was it, uh, how much do I owe you? Like 23, 24. And I go, I have 20, here's 20, so I hand her $23, right? Uh-huh. And she goes, oh, I mean, I guess. What? And I go. How much were they? Just tell me. I go, what was the price? Yeah. And she goes, it was twenty three thirty five. <laughs> And I go, all right, here's the extra dollar. But you would have paid 24 That's what's ridiculous about that, I guess. I mean, She saw I had a wallet full of cash. I was yeah. Jim, you know, Diamond Jim, you know. Diamond, Diamond Jim. Jim. Br- yeah, I was Diamond Jim Brady. Yeah, okay? money bags. Money bags, you know. And I just gave her what she needed. I was like, that was so weird, right? She Because she got, like, hurt. She was like, oh, I mean, I guess. Not jokingly? No. Oh, no, she doesn't joke. That's weird. Yeah. So then so then we go see the show, which, oh, the only thing I'll say about the show is he got a little Mike Lawson-y. Who did? Richard. But for no reason. Like, at least I understand you. Okay, so here's the problem with going to uh, the taping of the RuPaul's Drag Race finale, which... It was long, I bet. Girl, it was over five hours of taping. So they would tape a segment, then they would take, like, a long... 15, 20 minute break to reset everything up, even though they never moved. I don't know why it took so long, right? Yeah. So I would check my phone. Richard would get mad at me. Put your phone away. Why? I don't know. You, was there like, did they say like no cell phones? Well, they didn't want you taking out. They were, they said if you were taking pictures and stuff, they would throw you out. Right. But I was just, I was like doing that thing where like by my leg looking at text messages. Yeah. I, I don't know what he thought was going to happen. Like RuPaul's going to stand up and go, excuse me. Excuse me, you're checking your text messages while we're doing nothing. You have to go. Yeah, please, sashay away. <laughs> so, cool. when does that episode air then? Is it, it airs on Monday. Okay, cool. It airs Wait, on it, Monday. It aired already? No, 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 no. It'll air this Monday. Um. So, that's, I mean, we left after that and it was, oh, oh, no, they're having one more story. Sorry. The parking lot. How did I forget this part? Girl, listen to this story. So we the parking lot. The reason it's five dollars is ev- all the spots are really tight, uh-huh. and, and you have to back in, right? Okay. So I have a really tight spot to back into, and I go, Richard, get out and guide me. He goes, okay, and he gets out, and I can see him in my driver. <laughs> he charges you for that? I know. I see him <laughs> in my driver's side mirror. I'm trying to back it. He's looking at his phone and texting. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't even texting. I thought maybe he's texting his sister. They here. I go, Richard. And he goes, oh, oh, sorry. And he guides me in. And then I go, uh, what were you doing? He goes, I was looking up Iggy Azalea on Wikipedia. Why? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so that was my experience of going to RuPaul's Drag Race. Sounds awesome. Um, good. We've, we've gone to see uh, Ellen before, you and I. Yeah. And... Didn't we see something else? I feel like American Sweet. Idol. No, I never went to American Idol. I went to Real Time with Bill Maher with you. Oh, yeah, and your friend shouted something out and was so proud because Bill Maher acknowledged him. Yeah. That was embarrassing. Um, Cool. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. 
and I'm glad uh, Richard got there in time and everything. Oh, oh well. yeah, he was waiting time. That means I was there for over like six hours. Ugh, it was like you had a job for a day. I know, watching <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. That's actually not a bad job. That would be an awesome job. I think for a week. This week, Joey, I went and got prescription sunglasses. And wow, you're so fucking cool, Mike. I know. You're now my like life, my parents. My life is really difficult. Um, Mike, so I went, with the blue blockers. Um, I got went and got some prescription sunglasses. So my, Ooh. like my vision is not that bad, but I can't just wear regular sunglasses because I can't see, uh, far distances. So, whatever it was time. Uh, but Joey, every time I go into Lens Crafters oh, in God. the past, I've I've this is the third pair of glasses I've I've um picked up at this place. You know what I hate about those Lens Crafters commercials too? Is they always show like the like the like the like the people in the background working on the glasses and they're always like in lab coats. Yeah. And glasses. Yeah. Like, oh, no one with regular vision works at Lens Crafters. <laughs> well, they're trying to normalize glasses for us. So they put it in a, a lot. I get it. Uh, but every time I go to this lens crafter, I get uh, over-the-top customer service. Like, to the point of it being embarrassing. And there, there's one lady specifically. She's a kind of an older Filipino lady. And she loves Oh, me. well, that makes sense. You're probably like a fucking celebrity in Philip in the Philippines. Why? You dated half I, their population. Shut up. You date one Filipino guy, and now I date half the population. Mm. Yeah. Date one, you did them all. So um, when I went in, she was like, hey, I remember those glasses. And, like, gives me tons of compliments and gives me a lot of attention. Um, and so I actually, when I went to get these sunglasses, I had to call in first to make sure they had my prescription on the computer. And I talked to the Filipino lady. And I was like, can you just double check that I have the prescription? Otherwise, I'll have to find it before I come all the way in, whatever. So I come in, and she was like, I thought that that was, that, that was you on the phone. So she, like, remembers me. And then she, when I'm, like, picking out glasses, she, like, sits on the counter and, like, is helping me pick them out and giving me advice for each pair of glasses I'm trying on. Do you think you just have a thing where Filipinos just love you? Joe, I dated one Filipino. No, but like maybe Filipinos just love you. Why? I don't know. Filipinos love me too. <laughs> Not like sexually. I'm just saying like whenever I'm around a group of Filipinos. Yeah, but I don't understand what like what evidence. Why do you? Why would you even say that? Because one Filipino lady is nice to me. Mm. I have evidence. No, you don't. You have no evidence. I didn't want to tell you this. I've been keeping about eleven spiral notebooks on your Filipino comings and goings. <laughs> there's no comings or goings well um, there's been some comings so um this filipino lady's like sitting on the counter talking to me meanwhile joey some older white lady walks in and she's like standing right by the door waiting for someone to like help her she's not looking at glasses she's not doing anything she's just standing at the door and i like can see her in the mirror while, while i'm trying on these glasses and nobody's doing anything so i kind of like turn around and like look at her and the white lady kind of walks towards us and asks the Filipino lady, you know, can is can someone help me? And the Filipino lady like kind of brushes her off mm-hmm. and like tells her she could sit down. It, she's not helping me at all. I'll tell you what it's like. You know what it feels like to me when I'm when I'm imagining this? I'm imagining C3PO at the end of Return of the Jedi when like the Ewoks like love him. 
uh-huh. and they like, worship C-3PO because there's something very C-3PO about you. Like if, it, <laughs> if you were a fictional character, I think you would be C-3PO. I can only uh, think of the Joan Rivers version in Spaceballs. But Joey, Joey, Joey. So the Filipino lady's like, yeah, just have a seat. Someone will get to you. And then comes goes back to me and isn't helping me at all. And she eventually tells one of her coworkers, like, hey, this lady is looking for some help, right? So, Joe, get this. Um, oh, first of all, the lady is, like, over laughing at all of my jokes and making me feel, like, uncomfortable to the point where I stop, like, talking to her, even though she's sitting in front of me. And then why did I... That's the first time you've heard laughter. <laughs> Something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You're a dick. So why did I pick up my frames, uh-huh. try them on and all of that, Sure. and then submit them or whatever for the, the guy who probably wears glasses and a lab coat in the back to make them? Mm-hmm. I leave for 45 minutes and come back, and mm-hmm. this old white lady is still just standing around? No. Yeah. Still just standing there. Like, I'm I'm sure someone talked to her, but, like, I, I'm, like, picked up everything and left, and she's still just kind of, like, hanging out, not helped. I wonder so. if there's some sort of I I actually don't I, obviously since you're both white do you think it's some sort of like male uh, privilege white male privilege but more on the male side I have no idea maybe the and what was weird was I was not demanding attention I could have went in picked out the glasses I could have done all of that alone until I needed to actually you know order and pay and everything so. I don't know. It's really weird. I mean, it's also potentially this lady has a history there, the old white lady, because if she was just coming to pick something up or something, I don't know, maybe they knew her and didn't like her, but it was really weird and uncomfortable. It's like having too much customer service. Yeah. Too much. Mm-hmm. Just back off and let me do my thing. I don't back need... off and be rude to me. Yeah. Seriously. I don't need your opinion about every pair of glasses I try on. What so... glasses did you get? Um, I just got a <laughs> the most simple black Ray Bans oh, you could think of. Oh, that's right. They were prescription sunglasses. I because I feel usually you're choosing from like the Jim J. Bullock collection or something with your glasses. No, I are you kidding me? I own um, all my right at the current point in time. All of my glasses are Ray Bans and kind of the same style. Oh wow! So you don't even know me. Yeah, you're like you're like Tom Cruise in Top Gun. All they wore was Ray Bans, I think, right? Yeah, but those were like the aviator ones. But still, I am just like Tom Cruise in Top Gun. Yes, What's you're that? both gay. <laughs> okay, so get this. First, the story's going to start with some bad news. Um, the father of a friend of mine died semi suddenly a couple of weeks ago. Oh no! Yeah, and wait, weeks ago. Pardon me? Weeks ago? A couple of weeks ago, yeah. Okay. But the funeral was last Friday. Oh. Okay. And in fact, while I was at RuPaul's Drag Race, the friend's boyfriend texted me and said, hey, you know, uh, the services are going to be at 1230 on Friday at such and such a location. And Richard was like, put that away. Somebody's lip singing for their life. Mike, thank God (laughs) he texted me like I saw the text when we were done. Yeah. I would have been in so much trouble. Okay. So anyway, uh, I couldn't see it till we were done because um, school marm wouldn't let me look at it. So um, I also was set to write with Shannon that day. You know, today I'm actually turning in that project. 
that I've been working on. And so we were cutting down, we were going down to the wire and we had a big meeting that day. So I told her, I said, look, I got to go to this funeral, but it's going to be at 1230. It'll go about an hour and I'll immediately go to your place and I'll see you around two. Right. Yeah. So I figure I'll just go early and I will get there like at 1215, you know, and then that way I could say hi to my friend and then bolt. Right. Yeah. Leave right away and make it to uh, my meeting with Shannon. So I show up at 1215 and there's like three cars there. So I just park like I literally park right like the best parking oh, no. ever. Uh-huh. So I walk up and my friend, she walks out. And she's like, hey, oh, my God, thank you so much for coming. Hey, listen, um, it's really just family right now uh, with the body. So um, if you don't mind, if you could just, like, hang out outside. Okay. So I'm like, what? So I'm, like, hanging out outside with, with the guy who works at the cemetery. Was he hot? I, no, he was, like, 80 years old. So I say to him, I go, uh. Hey, what time? I go, uh, I says to the guy, I says to him, I says, uh, what time do these services start? He goes, 1.30. So then they open the doors for the public and I, um, and then, so obviously the family's outside greeting people. I'm with the body by myself <laughs> in the chapel for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Did you take a selfie? I should have. No, so, this is an inappropriate talking. I'm sorry. That's disrespectful. So then the services start. And the services are fine. But I'm, I've am i already called Shannon. I'm like, I'm going to be late and tell her the story. She goes, okay, well, get your ass over here. I go, as soon as these services are over, I'm getting out of here. Um. So the at the end of the services, the guy who works for the cemetery walks up. He goes, okay, so here's how it's going to work. The family's going to go right now to the grave site. We've set it up for them. Just going to walk, you know, exit through these doors. And then we'll start with the back of the room. Pay your respects. Go out this door and just walk to the gravesite. You'll see it. Okay. I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna bolt as soon as I pay my respects, right? So, sure enough, the family walks out. <laughs> then the people walk from the back of the room. I solemnly pay my respects. I walk out. And the grave is right in front of my car. <laughs> And <laughs> it's like your tires peeling out would help fill the, the, the hole in the ground. It's like oh, my car, no. like five feet, the hole, and then the chairs facing the hole, facing my car, under a canopy, and the family oh. sitting there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Please tell me you just left. No. I was stuck there. I mean, I couldn't get in the car and be like, "No, totally." See you, sluts. You know, and just like, <laughs> and then I'm just like, and tell I'm, your dad I said hi. Yeah, <laughs> tell your pops I'll see him later. Um, so like, and I was listening to like a RuPaul's Drag Race um playlist that I have on Spotify. Uh-huh. So I couldn't leave and like you know and some <laughs> yeah exactly like. Vogue or something starts playing on the radio. So then I had to stay for the whole thing and watch the coffin get lowered into the ground and everything. Ugh. Yeah, your life is so hard. It was such a nightmare. (laughs) 
I know my friend <laughs> lost her father, and I'm like, yeah, I know. I At had to stay an time. extra twenty minutes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh well, it's still an interesting story. But was the funeral nice? Are funerals nice? I don't, I don't like funerals very much. Who does? Is like oh, I love me well, some funerals. Like I, the last funeral I went to, I didn't go inside. Like I don't what? know. It just really kind of creeps me out. Wait, what? You don't? Um, you didn't go inside? What do you mean you didn't go inside? I didn't inside? go inside. I didn't go inside the church. I don't know. So what did you? do? I have a friend. I have a friend, friend of the show, who will name who remain nameless, who works with in this industry. And we get, I, I think you, are you connected to show listeners on Snapchat, Joey? No. Wait, are you and I connected on Snapchat? No. Wait, do you Snapchat? I have Snapchat. I cannot remember my fucking password. And it won't <laughs> let me log in. And these kids keep playing loud music. So the, we have a friend who works in this industry who sends random Snapchats from funerals. Why is per- oh, because he works in industry. Okay. Yeah. So that happens. Do I know this person? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. um, okay. So uh, that's my story. What's, what else happened to you? That's it. Um, <laughs> I started on an insulin pump, though. That happened. Oh, God. I know. I know. And I don't know why Joey Boo Hecker from the show Cocktails and Cream Puffs includes me on every text message to you about this insulin pump. Yeah, well, there's a thread. There, he just replies to, like, the group message we have going. But what happened like, to the one that you guys started when I said start a private one? I don't. When you got so upset at us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But I think you add color. You add, like... <laughs> I know, but I sometimes I feel so badly because... Uh, well, you can tell me whether we can put this in the show or not. But sometimes I say such horrible, mean things to Joe, <laughs> Joey, and then he goes away. And then we don't hear from him again. No, I don't think that happens. Oh, okay. I haven't picked up on that. I mean, I feel like we all say horrible things about each other. You say horrible things about me, too. It's not just to Joey. Yeah, I guess. Like, he texts message, and he's like, how's the insulin pump? And then Joe responds, um, it's spelled Rod Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. So um, I got an insulin pump. And I don't know if you remember or not, but on the last show, I talked about the really sexy... Well, you know what? There is a lot in common with the insulin pump and Rod Kyle. I don't want to talk about Rod Kyle. They're right both now. attached to the hip. Nope. Is it, is it attached to your hip? Kind of. <laughs> yes! What a great joke! All right, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. So there's this really sexy uh, rep for the company. Is he diabetic? No. Oh, I would never date a person with diabetes. Gross. Would you never and... really date a person with diabetes? <laughs> I would. I actually met somebody at the White Horse, um, probably like w- when I first moved here, who had diabetes. And we went on a couple of dates. Neither, I don't think either of us were attracted to each other. We were just so fascinated that we found somebody at at the, the, the gay bar. But anyway, um, the hot rep didn't train me. It was this new woman. She was super nice. But after I was trained and everything, I Instagrammed a photo of me and the pump. And then I emailed that picture to a few people in the company that I've like done business with that I knew. And I said something like, this pump made me or like, I'm, I'm on your pump now, whatever. I feel healthy, happier, 
taller and skinnier or some like jokes right Mm -hmm. and then he replied only to me by the way he didn't reply all and maybe i'm overthinking this Mm -hmm. you you can tell me he replied to me and he said something like um if it removes wrinkles i might just have to go on one or something like that right and then he said and i'm quoting nice pick which is grinder speak for let's fuck right or am i overthinking i think you're overthinking this Oh, I really want him to to be into me. He does a nice pick? Yeah. That's grinder speak for I want to do yeah, it. Yeah, but you weren't on grinder. True. <laughs> well, I don't even know if he's gay, actually. Uh, but for some reason, I just get the feeling. But he's like one of those people that's like super private on like every social network and everything. Uh, one of those. I hate those people because it makes it but, difficult to stalk them. Yeah, so his old profile pictures are all uh, public, but the, only his profile pictures passed. And he has the the red HRC equal sign as of previous Wait, profile what? picture. Mike, he's gay. That doesn't make you gay, though. No, if it's your profile picture, you're gay. Uh, no, 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 no. Be- it used to be his profile picture. And remember when... Um, Right before the Supreme Court heard the Prop 8 hearings, everyone turned it. Like, everyone. Not just gay people. I don't think it makes him gay. I think it's strong evidence. Does he have any pictures of Zac Efron from Neighbors? (laughs) No, uh uh-uh. But there is uh, a picture of him at... Or he has a a random check-in at some bar called The Cocksucker. I don't don't know if that's gay or not, though. It's not. Could be... (laughs) But um, this Zac Efron is so hot in this fucking movie, man. Oh, my God, right? I don't think he'll ever match it. I don't think he could ever match it. Yeah, he looks pretty good. I, For some reason, I want to see that movie. I've actually heard from somebody who I respect that saw it in previews and really liked it. So, mm. yeah. Uh, What's going on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? Oh, my God. It's hot. Uh, that's one thing. And another thing is this uh, Bay to Breakers race is happening this coming weekend. We've talked about it in the past because last year somebody died during it. Mm-hmm. It's basically an excuse for people to get hella drunk. And Did you just say hella? No, that's a that's a Northern California. I know it is. Did you just say it? Maybe. Uh, so it's are a- you eating pizza with ranch dressing now? Wait, I've always done that. Oh, Jesus Christ. So this is a, an excuse for people to get very drunk, and it's a race um, from the Bay to the Breakers, and that's where the name comes from. And um, one thing that is interesting is this is, uh, and another topic we've talked about before is public nudity is banned in San Francisco. However, according to the law, public nudity is permissible at what they call appropriate venues, like Folsom Street Fair, for example, and another appropriate venue is the Bay to Breakers race. So there's usually a group of naked folks running in the city, getting drunk. I think we discussed this last year, too, but are any of them ever hot? Never. Not one of them, right? No. None of them are ever no, hot. they're never hot. Why? Yeah. I don't, I don't really understand the, the, the freedom, I guess you would call it, that comes with public nudity or the feeling of being nude. Um, I, I do understand like when I'm home alone that I, 
I prefer to sleep in the nude. Like I like that feeling. Oh so no, I, get, I wear like I a full that. night armor. <laughs> I can imagine you in like a shoulder to toe like uh, sleeper, right? Like a um, a onesie. Yeah, a nightgown, mm-hmm. and then like one of those long sleeping hats. Oh yeah, like, that's exactly what I dress. Like I like wee Willy Winky. That's how I. Dr- yeah. That's how I. Uh, that's how I dress. <laughs> and Joey, so you said like met. It's never sexy men that are going nude. But, Joe, it's also never females. It's always these old creepy men here. I never see a, a naked female in it either. No, you do. But it's always those fucking uh, granola uh, hippie ones who don't shave anything. Right. It's never like Carmen Electra looking or yeah anything like that. Yeah, it's never someone hot like... Um, Maybe I think that there's no women, but they just confuse me and I th- they look like men because of the, the body hair and stuff. It's never someone hot like like a Valerie Bertinelli or like a, a Delta Burke. <laughs> it's never someone like that. Or like a, well, Dixie Carter's dead, but like a Dixie Carter. A B. Arthur. Any of the designing women. Jean Smart. Uh, any of them. Annie Potts, uh, like an Annie Potts. Why do I know all the designing women? Because uh, uh, you are not a millennial. You are a Generation X. Yeah. So. But no, I never watched the show, though. I've, I, my parents used to watch it, but I don't really know it. I don't, I, I don't even know what they were designing. Were they I think they were. I think, I think they were interior designers. Oh. Or were they fashion designers? But didn't they like work in someone's house? Wasn't it a house? Yeah, that was the Sugar Baker Sisters. I know yeah. way too much about a show. I've, I'm I'm not Mike Lawson. I'm not even joking. I've never seen one episode. This is how you are with Glee. You're like, I've never seen an episode. Of I've Glee. never seen an episode of Glee. And then I said something, and you're like, Oh, well, they did the cover of that on episode four in season three. I've never seen like, one episode of Glee. Not okay. one episode. I, what uh, what's going on in L.A.? Tell me a news story from L.A. Okay, well, these might sound very familiar, Mike. Corona Del Mar High School in Never heard of it. Newport Beach, California, uh, was in the news a lot last week because it was revealed that they do some that the that the students that a group of students do something called um, a prom draft, right? Yeah. And the reason I wanted to do this story was because when I owned my test prep company, I had two big schools. That were my clients. One was Newport Harbor, which people would know from the MTV show, and Corona Del Mar High School. And um, I can attest these are the Corona Del Mar High School kids are are for the for the most part terrible people. Well, <laughs> let's use um, instead of opinions, why don't you use um, something closer to fact, like privileged kids that come from wealthy homes, right? Who are terrible. So then, but here's the one thing I'll say though. Uh, I've read this story. One, I've taught the uh, the kids from that school as recently as two years ago. In fact, um, I have a free summer, and I'm actually teaching a bunch of Corona Del Mar kids this summer. So I've been teaching them for a while. In all the years, I've and I've never heard of this thing. But on the, all the news articles, they're like, oh, it's been going on for years. And I've, I've never heard of it, right? right? And actually, some of my former students have gone on, on social media and said they've never heard of it. The other thing is, I've read the accounts about it. I don't know. My feelings are a little mixed. First of all, one, I think it's gross. It's dumb. I hate anything super straight like this, right? Yeah. And the 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 females have absolutely no say in this, right? 
No, that's what the thing is. That's the, the that's the weird thing. It's it's basically a group of friends, a bunch of guys and girls from the stories that I read, and the girls are part of this too. They they are willing participants. Why don't you explain the story a little bit? I think we jumped right into our opinions on it. Uh, okay. Actually, so basically, what it is is that supposedly for years, uh, a group of students from Kurundamar High School have an NFL style draft to pick their prom dates. Okay. And they like the men wear sport coats and everything like just like the real NFL draft. And however the NFL draft works, they operate it the same way. And so someone has a number one draft pick, and he gets to choose um, who his prom date will be among the people who are um, being recruited. Okay. Now, what it sounds like, it sounds like it's a bunch of the cool kids doing this. Quote unquote. I'm not saying where they really are, but the pop. Let me say popular kids. Right, so the popular boys and the popular girls are part of it too. They think it's funny, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and, and so one in the article I read, the girls who spoke to the media said, who were part of this, said, you know, no girl is ever forced to do it. No girl has to say yes. Uh, the girls who are chosen know about it. You know, they just think it's something funny that the guys do. Now, I do think it's gross, and that's an example of just dumb. You know, I don't know how to say this, but like misogynistic, it's perpetuating some sort of misogynistic um, act, you know, where like the men get to choose the women, you know. But then I, when you think about it, though, men historically ask women to prom. I don't know. It's one of these things where like I think it's retarded. I think it's stupid. But I do think a bigger deal is being made out of it than it should be. Yeah, I, I wouldn't agree that a bigger deal is being made out of it, but I think that it shouldn't be dismissed that it kind of teaches or allowing this to just go is kind of giving permission for young men to treat young women with less respect than no i i agree with you i agree with you but here's the other thing the parents are totally aware of this the parents are aware this goes on it's like a big giant thing that happens right so it's one of these things in this case especially since they're minors is what the fuck is wrong with the parents like why are they okay with this? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I I think if it were some if it were less formal, so it was like we're going to all get together and we're going to you know say who we're going to I don't know. It, I think the formality of how it's being reported whether it's be whether that's true or not. The formality of like an event where we're going to arrange who which girls have to go to prom with which guy. That's how it the story feels whether or not that is truly what's happening or whether or not that's you know um the truth i think that uh the formality of it makes it a little bit creepy and it kind of reminds me of like arranged marriages where people are just kind of forced into these these relationships what? So. um yeah so that's the corona del mar story what do you have going on in the bay area mike Wait, you already asked me that but yeah what's, um, what's next uh, this is a heartwarming story. This guy, Jerry Thomas, uh, he's a 92-year-old decorated Navy officer. He lives in Berkeley, uh, right up here next to me. And he is a World War II vet, and he is kind of awesome for many reasons. But he got a phone call saying that they wanted him to fly to Washington, D.C. to honor his World War II service, mm-hmm. right? He's happy. He's excited. Sure. They call him back and tell him the date. And it's on his 70th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. 
So without hesitation, he declines. And sure. He says, like, can't do it. Got to spend my 70th wedding anniversary with my wife. Um, she, His wife has, like, Alzheimer's-like disease is what they're reporting it. So I, I don't know exactly what that means, but she has, like, memory issues and some other mental uh some other mental problems and he decided and said he wants to spend it with her and now all the news stories about it are kind of interviewing him and he's talking about how uh it's time away from her is like gonna be difficult enough would be difficult enough but because it's on this special day he just can't do it they they've been together since 1943 it's just kind of a story that i wanted to talk about because it's i don't know just so cute (laughs) Um, I like old people together. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm just like, Did go. You... She's not going to remember. <laughs> I'm not even being funny. I mean, like, well, she's not going to remember that he was there. True. I have a, a friend whose mother is uh, dealing with Alzheimer's and he travels for work. And when he's away, she freaks out. And the past two, uh, two times that he was away and she knew about it, he had to like, the facility she lives in had to call like 911 because of her panic attacks and everything. So now he gets to the point where when he's going out of town, he sees her right before. She calls him when he's out of town and he says like, oh, you know, how you doing? And she's like, you haven't been here in two days. And he's like, I was there yesterday and I'm coming tomorrow. Everything's fine. And she calms down and she's fine. So like, I get it. Like lying to somebody sounds gross, but like if it keeps them happy i guess i get it no well, maybe he just wants to be maybe he doesn't like to fly i don't like to fly and people always make me fly places i'm like i don't like to fly leave me alone <laughs> yeah um do you have another la story i do and we've been excited for this story a bullied high school girl in bakersfield california reportedly put pubic hair semen expired food and pills um, or as Mike calls it, dinner. Uh, into the <laughs> into the cupcake she handed out last Thursday to kids who picked on her. Now, before we go on with the story, if I picked on somebody and then they showed up the next day with like, here, Joe, here's a cupcake. Yeah, try one of these <laughs> cupcakes made extra special for you. I'd be like, I wouldn't be like, oh, thanks, thanks, dummy. I'd be like, okay, what's in this fucking cupcake? How, wait, how old did you say she was? They don't say anything about it. They don't identify her. She's just in high school. How does a high school student get their hands on semen, exactly? <laughs> well, that's true. It's a girl. Uh, well, that's the thing. If the way the news story is written, the one I'm reading, it's it sounds like she said there was semen in it, but there probably really wasn't. They were able uh... to confirm there, were, uh, there was some gross stuff in there, like mayonnaise, barbecue sauce, and soy sauce. Um, or so as they Mike tasted it, gross. Dinner. What? So they probably tasted disgusting. Yeah, one of the friends said um, that uh, – one student said that shit, uh, that the cupcake contained – that they were passed out to kids who bullied the cupcake-baking girl. Wait. Oh, one student is the source of the report that the cupcake contained semen. Uh, but they don't, no one's been able to confirm that, and the APs even saying take that story with a grain of salt. Um, they destroyed the cupcakes before they could collect them, so they can't be tested. Uh, but now Centennial High School, where this happened, has implemented a no outside food policy, and they've canceled the uh, French class food day that was going to happen. 
another reason to hate this girl. So yeah, I just this story was good to me just because I it was funny to think of these kids eating it, but it's disgusting. And really, I think you have a really good point. Like if somebody that you were picking on offers you food, why are you like quickly taking it? <laughs> so and, and and then one of your if she's not like, I'm only giving this to people who pick on me. Don't don't eat it, Trisha. Don't eat it. <laughs> You're not gonna like it. No, it's not for you. It's only for you. Yeah. You're gonna like it's a special. It's Jennifer special. <laughs> and to, for the record, like I'm not really. I don't. We've talked about bullying in the past, and like it, that's not a good thing. So I don't think that uh, the kids that are uh, w- were bullying her are, you know, completely innocent. But at the same time, like I don't think that this is the. Right I think she just put very, very dumb stuff in there. And it's one of these things where, like, I'm very amused by it because it's such a – as much as kids are in high school, it's such a juvenile thing to do. Like, yeah. I'm going to get back up and make them gross cupcakes with, like, soy sauce and mayonnaise. It, like, it's yeah. like a, one of those Beverly Cleary books or something like that. Like, it's something yeah. – <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Dennis. Yeah. Dennis the Menace, right? It's something that would happen like Ramona would do or Beezus, you know? <laughs> Ramona the Pest. Yeah. And she's, I'm going to put pickle juice in your yeah, soup. Yeah. I'm going to put pickle juice and – yeah, that's a perfect example, pickle juice. Uh-huh. So what do you got going on next week, Mike? I'm going to bake some cupcakes. <laughs> um, What am I doing? Boys night in the Castro on Friday. Uh, going to go out with a couple of guys and uh, explore – I'm also doing a radio show on Thursday. I'm ho- uh, on a panel. It's diabetes related. I actually have no idea what I'm talking about yet. I'll but... have give you one guess. What? It rhymes with Ryorides. <laughs> well, it's a radio. It's a diabetes radio show. So duh. But I don't know. I'm on a panel, and I've spoken with this panel before. So is it that really I'm gay sure guy? Fine. No, diabetic. No. Yeah. Um. So I'm doing that, and then um, just finishing up the season five of The Simpsons. Um, I have, I think, one episode left, which is a Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 1, if anybody remembers that. Uh, that's where I'm at. And that's it. <laughs> I'm in prison. I have nothing going on. You're taking care of your mom. I know. For all of the years that she's taking care of you. I'll probably you be say- one of the news stories. Next week, man <laughs> murders mom. For for the first time on Catching Up, Joe's news story is the same as his personal story. Yeah. <laughs> Did um you say already that she had surgery? Like we talked about that on the show. We were. I think we did. I think we did. If not, she had surgery, and uh, it'll definitely come out on next week's show. And okay. uh, I'm nursing her back to health. She's fine though. It's she's not fine. Like it was she's just like. In- that's uh, a boring story. It's it like a okay. minor foot surgery. Okay. Um, well, that's good. Well, nice catching up with you, Joey. Help me, Mike. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. 
Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at podcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510 239 7798. Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, um, 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 um